Hi, my name is Hammer Stern, and you're listening to Stern Healing Podcast. I wrote about 60 pages on multivitamins and posted it to my website and tried to draw attention to uh, some of the misinformation about nutrients and multivitamins. But I realized that no one has time for that, and I got the suggestion to put it into a podcast. Uh, I don't know if anyone's going to listen to this, but I feel obligated to spread the information because if you're able to understand it, uh, and if I'm able to communicate it effectively, then I think you'll agree it's truly shocking what they are selling us and how much money they're making by lying to us. Um, and I, when I started this, I didn't realize how deep the rabbit hole really went. And I don't think anyone really knows, uh, the extent of what the FDA and these nutritional companies have done. Uh, it's, it's deeply disturbing. And if you're someone that takes a multivitamin, then I just want to note that I'm not trying to attack your doctor, your belief systems regarding nutrients. Um, it is nuanced, um, generally. Uh, all nutrients are have their pros and cons, except for low-cost multivitamins. They really, those aren't nuanced. They're just bad. They're really, really bad. And, well, let's start. The reason that's a problem and the reason you should care about this is that according to the Council for Responsible Nutrition based in Washington, D.C., 170 million people um, take dietary supplements, which are just vitamins, herbs, uh, amino acids. And of that 170 million people, 75% of them take multivitamins. So 127 million Americans take a multivitamin daily. The most popular multivitamins, and this is the problem, are Centrum, One-A-Day, and companies that copy Centrum and One-A-Day, like Winn-Dixie brand, CVS brand, Rite Aid brand, Walmart, Costco, etc. The store brand copycats of Centrum and One-A-Day. And the reason they copy them is because those two companies, Pfizer and Bayer, they're the they have the most popular product, the one that doctors recommend. So your doctor recommends Centrum. You go to the store. You see the cheaper version. Uh, this seems to be what happens. You buy that. Um, but it's the same thing, if not worse, when it's in store brand form. So 127.5 million Americans, most of them are spending their money on garbage complete worse than garbage it'd be better to eat trash than to 
to spend money on this because at least trash is free. So, I think a common misconception is that uh, we get mixed up in the marketing because they, Centrum, uh, whose maker is Pfizer, spends a lot of money convincing you with no evidence, and I, I mean no evidence, not a single study, they've convinced doctors and maybe you, and at one point me, that their product has value and it's worth taking. It's shown absolutely nothing, not a single benefit, uh, which is truly shocking because they really want it to have benefits and they've tried to have studies on it and they were caught uh, lying about a study because they cannot seem to prove with all their billions of dollars, they cannot seem to prove that there are any useful components in their pills. If you, well, I'm looking at the ingredients list, so I'm going to talk you through it. I'm not going to ask you to open it up or anything. This is my first time doing a podcast. I apologize if comments like that are annoying. Uh, anyway... Let's go over a few toxic ingredients in, that they uh, throw in there. We got hydrogenated palm oil, which is trans fat, nicholas sulfate, which is just nickel, and sodium metavanidate, which is toxic. Uh, it's listed on PubChem as a toxin, and it has no benefits. There's no reason that you would want to consume trans fat, nickel, or sodium metavanidate unless you were trying to poison yourself. Uh, they also include dyes, aluminum-based dyes, uh, which is an insult to anyone purchasing this because you, you don't need dyes in your multivitamin. Um, are the dyes going to kill you? No. Are they going to create free radicals? Yes. Why does that matter? Because one of the reasons you're taking the multivitamin whether you know it or not, is to get rid of free radicals, reduce inflammation with antioxidants. Um, in other words, the pill is competing with itself in your body. It's causing damage, and then pathetically, uh, let's let's pretend it's <laughs> let's pretend it's a uh, slightly beneficial, and then uh, countering those negative effects. But the antioxidants are in such a low dose and in their least effective form that it's it can't even counter it can't even stand up for itself against against itself it can't even counter the inflammation that it causes uh, finding the ingredients list i just want to note is very hard um, they hide it on their website and you have to really focus and search to grab it and they change its location every so often uh, but you can also just go into the store and read the read the label so 
I called Pfizer and I tried to find out about their clinical studies because they say that they have clinical studies. And what I was told to do by the representative was go to the expert corner, which is a part of their website. And it's actually a really good blog. There's articles written by nurses and doctors and PhDs uh, and nutritionists, etc. And they tell you all about how to live a healthy lifestyle and why multivitamins are good for you. And I agree with everything I read on that web website, the uh, expert corner, it's called, on the Centrum website. But nowhere, I couldn't find a single article that told me to take Centrum. I agree that multivitamins are good. I just don't see how that relates to Centrum. Uh, because it shouldn't even be called a multivitamin, but it is, so we'll stay consistent. Um, my point is, they told me to go to this part of their website, so I did, and there's not a single study, like they said there would be, and there wasn't a single uh, mention by any health professional of Centrum being beneficial. They have... Uh, there is one study, but it, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't say that uh, Centrum is good for you. It just says that there were some participants in a, in a um, trial, and they were given the option of taking Centrum. Eleven percent of those people said no. That's their study. That's their proof. Is that eighty nine percent of people said yes? We'll take Centrum because. You asked us, and it's free, and it's, you know, why not? Which shows that it's popular, and maybe those people are misinformed. It's my opinion. Uh, but it doesn't show that it's a good company. <laughs> so I, I did some more research. I did some digging uh, in search of a study to prove that it is a good product, right? And I found in the Journal of the American Medical Association... A published article regarding uh, how good Centrum is, right? Well, it was shown to reduce cancer rates. Uh, I didn't find this on their website, which is interesting. Uh, in fact, that really made me curious because that should be the first thing that comes up when you go on their website or when you call Pfizer, right? It should they should immediately greet you. Uh, oh, thank you so much for asking about our studies. We actually have one, and it's published, and it's wonderful. Uh, well, as it turns out, that study was uh, it was fake, and they had to withdraw it from their claims. They, they legally cannot tell you about that study because it's a fake study. It remains in the archives of the Journal of American, the American Medical Association because it happened and, well, the JAMA has their own, has their own benefits by uh, keeping that study there. But I don't really know why they wouldn't take it down. Uh, anyway, my guess is that since it's Pfizer, uh, the American Medical Association really, really enjoys the 
profits from Pfizer and the, um, they have a, a good standing relationship, which is further complicated uh, by the fact that Centrum gained a lot of publicity for the study. Even though it was fake, in the long run, it helped them significantly. Uh, they never were required to disclose the fact that they lied and that the study was fake and completely biased. Instead, they just had to stop talking about it, which would explain why I couldn't find it, like I said. So... Uh, I really tried to give them the benefit of the doubt because if I if I'm right if they're really as bad as I think they are then this is huge uh, 100 about 100 million Americans taking products like Centrum uh, they're just flushing billions of hard-earned money collectively down the toilet just putting it right back into the hands of the people who are promoting this product, um, which is terrible because every dollar is a vote, and we're just encouraging products like this to keep coming out. Uh, keep in mind that because there's trans fats, heavy metals, and aluminum, nickel, tin, because, oh, and uh, in one a day they have uh, pork gelatin in the women's, but not in the men's. That's a whole another story that I'll cover another time. But my point is, in order to f produce billi the billions of tablets that they sell all around the world, it, it stands to reason that they have huge vats of trans fat powder, heavy metal powder, pork gelatin. I mean, that's, that's disgusting. And then they compact it into a little tablet and call it health, healthy. Uh, it's, it's, it's just insulting. All right, let's switch to one a day. Um, oh, this gets really complicated, so I'm just going to briefly cover this topic uh, the topic is folic acid. This is really, really depressing to me um, because I, it's so hard to communicate the issues with folic acid. Um, not necessarily because it's complicated, but because I think it's really boring to most people. Um, so I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it very short. Uh, the Food and Nutritional Board, a non-government agency, made a decision that increases uh, <laughs> your chances of having cancer, anemia, and heart disease. How did they do this? They allowed for the creation and helped create a new term called DFE, which stands for Dietary Folate Equivalent. So... All you need to know is that whether you're male or female, you want the DFE, uh, which is 
a measurement of how much folic acid is in your product to equal 400 micrograms. Well, it just so happens that 400 micrograms of folic acid equals 666 micrograms of DFE. That 666 is beside the point, but it's just weird. And I searched the, uh, the website, the National Institute of Health, Food and Nutrition Board. Um, they change their name every so often and their website. So it's, it's so shocking that this non-government agency is making decisions for us. Um, but anyway, anyway, my point is there is nowhere, uh, there is no, no study on their website except one that shows the conversion rate is equal to 666, that the amount that you need, which is 400 micrograms of folic acid, is the equivalent of 666 micrograms of folate. That's extremely important. That There shouldn't be one study. There should be hundreds of studies. It's insane to think that uh, this ruling was passed without more research and without uh, public documents, uh, documents that have been made available to the public. Why, why is this so important? Because folic acid is not folate. It's an artificial form of folate that cannot be processed by a large portion of the population, particularly minorities. In other words, they're choosing a cheaper version of a vitamin and then mislabeling their products legally so that you don't know that you're not actually getting folate. It, it would be like if you had someone fix your car and they uh, replaced a tire on it and the tire was made of wood. It was a wooden tire, but it was dressed to look exactly like your other tires. And everyone was okay with it. You had a wooden tire that was guaranteed to not work properly. Uh, it was going to slow you down. It wasn't, it wasn't going to get the job done, but it would appear to. And you drive away, and you think everything's fine. But sooner or later, that tire is going to break. And then you go back, and you say, Hey, I didn't want a wooden tire. I wanted proper metal and rubber, whatever they're made out of. And they say, oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me uh, fix you right up. And they just, they do it all over again. This time they disguise it a little better. And they have government approval. And you never notice. It, of course you would notice, right? It'd be obvious that you had a wooden tire. This this is obvious. The folate, the DFE, the folic acid, this is obvious. It's right on the label. But unlike a car, no one looks at the ingredients list. No one pays attention to the FDA 
or to Pfizer or to Centrum. For example, the second ingredient in the women's one-a-day and the third ingredient in the men's one-a-day is microcrystalline cellulose. Does anyone know what that is? Are you familiar with what that is? A lot of people hear cellulose and they think, oh, it's a sugar. I shouldn't consume that. Why would that be one of the first ingredients? Well, it's actually worse than a sugar. Um, in the amount that it's in. It, sh it should never ever be the second or third ingredient. Uh, it's wood pulp, essentially. It's a restructured form of uh, wood pulp. It's like crystalline uh, plant cell matter. It's, it's not bad in general. But as a second ingredient by weight, it's terrible. It's disgraceful. Uh, maltodextrin. They just, they're just using fillers as the main ingredients. Calcium carbonate uh, has been shown to not be absorbed by the majority of people. This is my point. You would notice a wooden tire on a car. But if the second ingredient in your multivitamin was wood pulp, would you notice that? If they were using folic acid, which was useless, and labeling it as folate, would you notice that? Uh, I wouldn't have when I before I got my bachelor's degree in nutrition and worked at a health food store. I mean, it takes hundreds of hours to research, uh, of research to even realize that this is something that we should be looking for. Uh, there's unbelievable amounts of misinformation and uh, biased studies and marketing garbage that you have to shift, sift through just to get to some truth. So I'm not blaming anyone for not knowing. My, my point is that it's worth knowing and there are th ingredients that they're hiding in plain sight they have the advantage because no one knows my goal is to educate so that you are aware of what you're buying and what you're putting into your body um, because i think i think most people who are taking multivitamins want to improve their health, if not everyone. Uh, if someone isn't making them take it, for it would be an example of why they wouldn't want to be improving their health with it. But if you know someone or if you take a multivitamin, I hope that uh, I can provide some guidance and some sort of hidden information. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Hello. It's Hammer Stern again. I uploaded my first episode, and I just, I just feel really bad about it. But you know what? I'm going to keep going, because uh, the more I do it, the better I'll get. And 
Hopefully that is true. Uh, this is Stern Healing Podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I finished on one a day, and they're full of acid, but I want to continue with one a day because they have a bias towards men. And this is something that feminists um, should really be concerned about. Uh, and I think you'll understand what I mean in just a moment. So the women's one a day isn't called a health supplement. It's just called a formula, women's formula. But the men's is actually called uh, men's health formula. Well, it's just syntax, right? It doesn't really matter. Well, here's the problem. The women get aluminum pork gelatin. By the way, it doesn't say it's pork on the packaging. You have to go on their website or call them to find that out. They get tartrazine, which is a dye, uh, one of the worst dyes, actually. It's yellow five. Uh, titanium, they get other artificial dyes. And the second ingredient, like I said in the last episode, is wood pulp, opposed to, in the men's, magnesium. So they get, they get heavy metals, artificial dyes, pork, gelatin, and a whole lot of tree, a whole lot of wood. There's no reason for this. If the men's supplement had all of that, then it would be a different argument. I would just be pointing out that they're, both their products are awful and uh, they're like Centrum, where they just have terrible products. But for some reason, and I think I know why, they're selling women a bunch of garbage, a really cheap product. Uh, I think this goes hand in hand with the argument that is being made regarding blue products for boys and for guys, um, like razors and, I don't know, bicycles, and pink product, products for women uh, made by the same company with the same uh, by the same manufacturer in the same store sitting beside each other. The women's, the pink one, costs more than the blue one. It doesn't necessarily have to be a specific color, but it just tends to be that way. Uh, uh, according to Jordan Peterson, the reason for that is that is one of the reasons is that women are more amiable. They're less likely to um, create a conflict. But I, I really shouldn't speak um, regarding regarding that. So moving on. My, my point is they're poisoning women uh, and creating a cheaper product, selling it for the same amount. See what I mean? They're putting all this garbage, these fillers, in the women's product and not calling it a health formula. But they sell mostly to women. So instead of bumping up the price, this, this is my theory, and it's just opinion, uh, instead of bumping up the price, which they apparently could do, um, they're just filling it with uh, cheap ingredients and keeping the price the same. That's outrageous, and it's blatant. And you can go into a store and hold the men's and the women's side by side, uh, or go on their website and look it up and see that what I'm saying is true. 
even though it's unbelievable, it's right there in front of us. It's hidden in plain sight. Uh, it's really upsetting. It's really disappointing. So why are these products so popular? Why Centrum and why One-A-Day? The reason is that doctors and nurses are recommending these two products. They're the most, you, I'm sure you've seen it before, Centrum is the number one multivitamin recommended by doctors uh, in the United States. Centrum, like I said before, is made by Pfizer. One-A-Day is made by Bayer. Bayer? Bayer? They make pharmaceutical drugs and over-the-counter products like Advil and Aleve and Viagra. They make antibiotics and chemotherapy medication. They're trusted by doctors and by health professionals to make pharmaceutical drugs that are effective and that's great however that trust should not translate to natural supplements because they make terrible natural supplements and they generate billions of dollars off those terrible products what i'm saying is that they earn the trust of doctors and health professionals with an entirely different category of products they are using that to their advantage uh, in an industry that is unregulated. Um, the people that say it's regulated are usually pushing a product. Um, I'm, I do have a product, but I'm not pushing it. I'm just trying to educate you. And I'm telling you that it's not regulated. I, myself or you or anyone can make a product in their kitchen with God knows what, and then sell it online or convince a local store to sell it for them. Uh, it, it's, it's common practice. It's not even a fringe idea that you can do this. It says right there on the FDA website that they do not check products before they go to market. They don't have the resources. The FDA can't afford to look at every single product before it goes to market. They depend on consumers to report to them any issues that arise. So if your skin turns blue from taking a multivitamin, the FDA uh, will not know unless you tell them that that's a side effect. And they will not care unless they get, they get uh, 1,000 to 10,000 complaints. I made up that number. I don't know what the exact number is. I doubt they know what the exact number is because they barely ever uh, intervene because, well, most, m most of the products on the market have very little benefits and very little side effects. They, they're just, you might as well be taking capsules full of glucose or sand passes through you, might give you a little bit of energy, might, uh, you know, have some minor effects, but the majority of products don't really do anything because you need a lot 
of milligrams of natural supplements and you need it in specific combinations in order to get any benefits or any side effects for that matter. The problem that I have uh, with these multivitamins isn't just that people are spending money on garbage products with a lot of toxins in them and that they're inconsistent in men and women's. The real problem is that we don't know the effects, uh, the long-term effects. Uh, taking aluminum over a long period of time is associated with Alzheimer's. It can help uh, speed up the progression of Alzheimer's and dementia. It's associated with kidney disease. Uh, and there's never we don't have humans taking aluminum over a long period of time in massive clinical trials because that would be stupid and dangerous. Unfortunately, people who are taking these supplements are guinea pigs. If you see what I mean, that's the, this is the first time we've had people taking nickel intentionally over a long period of time and aluminum and dyes uh, and it's it, just a bunch of million hundred hundred million human guinea pigs who don't even realize it no one's even watching Pfizer and Bayer are just making tons of money and spending some of it on keeping things the way they are so that their products never do get tested. I believe that there should be regulation. Uh, however, like I said, the FDA doesn't have the money. So the solution is very simple. Stop buying these multivitamins. Stop using your money to vote for these products. Pfizer and Bayer would be forced to redesign their products. And from there, we could actually improve the health of the country. It's not just a few hundred people we're talking about. It's not 10,000 people. It's 100 million people. And if they were taking good products, can you imagine? It's wonderful that they want to improve their health, but they're wasting their money and their time. And it seems that no one knows about this, uh, which is something I'm going to cover later. Uh, actually, I'm going to cover it right now. That's the next uh, next chapter. Perfect. Anyway. Uh, this is so upsetting. This is so disappointing. Uh, so these, I, I went online. I went online to find what news companies and uh, review companies like Consumer Reports had to say about multivitamins. I wanted to know if I was crazy or if I was misinformed or if they were misinformed. 
because I don't want to believe what I found is is true. I wish it was. I wish that I was wrong. Now, thank you for sticking around. I know I'm. I'm not very uh, enlivened, but this is really depressing for me and difficult to get through. Uh, not that I don't enjoy it, because I thoroughly enjoy getting this off my chest. But the information is so dense and communicating it is challenging because I don't know where you are. I don't know how much you know or how much you uh, feel like you want to know. But I will find out if, if anyone actually listens. Thank you for listening if you are. So the first website I came across was Consumer Reports. And I like Consumer Reports. They do a really good job of reviewing reviewing products and being unbiased about what they find. At least I like I like to think that. Uh, uh. Consumer Reports tells us regarding multivitamins to buy by price. So get the cheap ones because it doesn't really matter. And they tell us to pay attention to the dosage. However, my problem with this is that if you want the right dosage, you're going to have to pay more money. You can't go to the Dollar Tree or Walmart and buy a 4 to $15 multivitamin and expect to get the right dosage. Or online for that matter. Unless there's a big sale. You know, there are exceptions. However... The uh, multivitamins that they choose to recommend are, of course, the worst ones. Uh, one a day in Bayer and store brand product like Kirkland's, which I think is Costco. Doesn't really matter. Just, you know, the Walmart, Rite Aid, CVS, those. That's what they recommend. They go on to say that there's virtually no evidence that multivitamins improve the average person's health. Uh, well, they tell you how to buy it, right? And then they tell you that it doesn't actually help you. So it seems that I, at this point, I, I figured I should continue researching because Consumer Reports didn't really give me any solid information. CNN was my CNN Health was my next the next article. Uh, next company I came across, and they wrote an article where they tell us that multivitamins are safe, and you should choose a, this is a quote, mainstream brand such as Centrum Silver or One-A-Day Women's for about nine cents a day. They don't give us any sources, not a single source, or reference. And then they have, they have another article. Hold on. We're not done with CNN Health. Uh, they have another article where they, they uh, <laughs> refer to an article called Enough is Enough. Stop Wasting Money on Vitamin and Mineral Supplements. They also didn't give the source for that, even though they quoted it and used it, uh, used its name. Uh, I found it. 
CNN. Like they sh they should really have sources. Anyway, it bothered me. So the they had one article which told you how to buy it, and the second article which told you not to buy it. Multivitamins don't buy them, uh, but they are safe according to the first article, but they may increase your risk of cancer, according to the second article. Uh, so I went to the BBC, because I still didn't know for sure if I had lost my mind or if I was well-informed and they weren't. They had a good article. It was a bit misleading, but they discussed the dangers of taking antioxidants and, uh, and, and taking uh, multivitamins in general. This is, this is a quote. At best, they are probably ineffective. At worst, they may just send you to an early grave. It's very definitive. I think that's awesome. I really appreciated that. At least they have an opinion, right? So I'm not crazy, I think. But then I find a different article from BBC. This is a quote. Vitamins may reduce cancer risk in men study finds and then the article goes on to say that multivitamins may be harmful or do nothing at all so which is it are they decreasing the risk of cancer or are they doing nothing are they harmful which is a bit vague so i came to the conclusion that multivitamins are not 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 good if you want to safely increase your risk of cancer easy enough and the I said that the BBC the first article was misleading and the reason it's misleading is because they do not clarify uh, what multivitamins were used uh, the reference of the studies that they the references for the studies they mentioned and they don't talk about forms dosages absorption rates of the antioxidants it's very easy to make a vague, broad statement like all antioxidants will do this or uh, will reduce the risk of cancer or will increase the risk of cancer, but it doesn't, it doesn't really have any weight if you don't have references and if you don't show you know what you're talking about by giving forms, dosages, brands, etc. Maybe it's just me. WebMD, America's number one source of hypochondria-induced panic, has an article telling you not to, quote, waste your money on multivitamins, end quote. Great. In their article, they review studies on multivitamins, and they tell you that there's no benefit to using them. They're not worth your money. Great. Another definitive article fantastic but then I found another article by WebMD in which they tell you that multivitamins can provide a nutritional backup for less for a less than ideal diet and they tell you how to use and store multivitamins great so they're not worth your money but they can provide nutritional backup fantastic I wasn't done I was not giving up. Fox News published an article. This, this was the highlight of my week. It's such a good article. 
she brought up targeted vitamin supplementation, artificial dyes, carotenoids, various forms of vitamins, natural folate, and the origin of daily values. Also, it was written by a medical doctor. It was perfect. Everything was there. I was satisfied. Until I, until I found another article on Fox News about the danger of multivitamins. No one seems to know. Surely, NPR, with their soothing voices, their love for truth, and their consistent, high-quality radio show and website. No, 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 no. Yes, they do have one good article. Uh, and then, of course, uh, well, anyway, they have, they have two good articles, right? They, the overall conclusion is that no one really knows at NPR, but at least they had sources and they tried. But, but no, it's completely uncertain. And uh, <laughs> my favorite part is that they tell you you don't need a multivitamin because many foods are fortified with vitamins. True a bit vague um, and they're fortified with the cheapest form and a lot of people don't eat gluten so they're not really getting the fortified wheat which is the main thing that's fortified it's wheat and grain products anyway I went to some other websites but I'll leave them out because I'm guessing you're extremely bored at this point my point is the most reliable sources that I could find um, in the mainstream, at least, who had nothing to sell. That's an important, important uh, subtext there. Have no idea. They have no idea what you should be taking. Now we can figure it out on our own, but I just wanted to clarify that it's not anyone's fault. Uh, as consumers, it's really not our fault that we are confused about multivitamins. It's not even, uh, you know, it's not really the news company's job unless they do a specific, you know, unless they spend a lot of money going out to try to find some enlightenment on this topic that they don't know. Uh, if there's anyone to blame, it's the pharmaceutical companies. It's, it's really not a doctor's job either to research multivitamins. All right, we're going to stop there. Yeah, thank you for listening. Sorry if I'm rather boring. I hope this was helpful to someone. All right. So, like I said before, this is my first time doing a podcast. I'm doing it because I want this information to be out there somewhere, and I don't want to be the only one who knows about it. And I've never seen anyone summarize it in a uh, in a way that makes sense, because I've never seen anyone who understands it.
hopefully I can at least draw the attention of others to this topic so that someone more qualified than me can do their own research and see that what I'm saying is true and we can put an end to this madness, this enormous waste of hard-earned money. 33% of Americans are taking multivitamins. Uh, that comes from the Nas National Institute of Health. Uh, it's horrible. 33% of Americans. Uh, why is that horrible? Because most of them are taking Centrum and one a day. So I'm going to go over some of the terrible, terrible ingredients that are contained in Centrum and in countless other products like calcium supplements and uh, joint rescue products and cal caltrate, I think it's their calcium product. It's got a great label. I, I want to buy it every time I see it just because the label's so good. Seriously. Anyway, they contain one or more of the following. Talc, trans fats, aluminum, nickel, vanadium, and tin. <laughs> you won't find uh, tin on their, in their ingredients list. You'll find it in the uh, supplement facts, but not in the ingredients, which I have my own opinions about, but I'll keep them to myself for now, because we're going to look at talc. By looking at the ingredients list on Centrum products, especially Centrum Silver and Centrum Women's, we can determine that there's more talc by weight than vitamin B1. Vitamin B1 is in the amount of 1.1 milligrams to 1.5. So we know that there's at least 1.2 milligrams of talc. And if you want to get really technical, then I guess you could say there's at least 1.1 followed by any number of zeros, 1. But let's just say 1.2 for simplicity. Here's the problem. You need to know how much talc is too much, how much asbestos is too much, and how much asbestos is in talc. These are extremely important questions because uh, the answers could either suggest that Centrum is poisoning us slowly or that it's harmless. And if, if there's even a tiny chance that it's poisoning us, then why would we spend our money on it? And why is no one talking about this? Well, according to the uh, American Cancer Society, cancer.org, there are two types of talc. One has asbestos and one doesn't. Simple enough. They tell us that one form uh, is very, very dangerous and the safety of the uh, talc that doesn't have asbestos, it's unclear. You will find, as I have, that unclear information is a common theme in this industry. So I went to medlineplus.gov, which tells us that we should call poison control if we ingest talc, because uh, there's something called talcum 
poisoning. It doesn't tell us a specific amount, which leaves me imagining that if I take even the slightest amount of talc, I should call poison control. Should we call poison control every time we take an over-the-counter tablet? Probably not, but I still wanted to know more, so I went to the FDA's website, which says that you can use up to up to 300 milligrams of talc in tablets. Up to 300 milligrams. So if you're taking a pharmaceutical drug, for example, it could very well contain 200 milligrams. If you take it twice a day, well, who knows? Maybe I'm getting carried away. So I said, all right, I guess talc is fine. We shouldn't be too concerned about talc, at least the type that doesn't have asbestos, but does it have asbestos? So I went on a quest on the internet to find out how much asbestos is in talc and uh, who's keeping an eye on this. We can, at least we can all agree on one thing, right? Asbestos is bad. No one thinks that it's good. No one wants asbestos. No one taking a multivitamin anyway. Uh, the FDA says it's bad. Everyone agrees on that. Well, according to Minnesota Department of Health, no amount of asbestos is safe. Okay, no amount. Great. How much? Right? How much asbestos is in talc? How much asbestos is in Centrum and one a day? Here's, here's the really uh, disappointing thing that I found. The FDA has never tested, at least they have no record, that I could find where they tested the asbestos levels in the talc that's used in over-the-counter products. Of course they haven't, right? Because they don't check supplements before they go to market. And if you have 100 million people who are searching uh, for something to make them feel better, taking these multivitamins. Chances are, over the course of 10 years, as they're taking them, no one is going to suspect that a new disease is due to the multivitamin. That's actually the last place anyone would look. I, wouldn't, I, I would never associate, even now, I wouldn't associate it with a multivitamin. Now, if anyone, not because I don't think that they are dangerous, potentially poisonous. Well, I think they're poisonous, but I'll be fair and say they're potentially poisonous. But because it, I don't, I don't even relate the two. It's not related in my mind. Why? Because there are no clinical studies. Why? Because no one is funding them. The only people who would fund the studies to discover if these are dangerous are the people who are selling them and promoting them. Who's going to fund a $10 million clinical study on Centrum other than Pfizer, who produces it? And they are never going to do it because they don't need to. 
Their product is selling extremely well. It's the number one recommended product by doctors. Doing a study that's unbiased can only hurt them. And they know that. My point is, if these products are causing illness, then it's the last thing on our minds to associate these multivitamins with disease. It's, it, there, there's no neural connection there. We don't, we don't think about it. It's hard to think about. But the evidence suggests it. Here's what I mean. The FDA didn't test the talc in the tablets, uh, ever. They didn't talk about it, if they did test it, but they did test cosmetics. They did test the talc in cosmetics, because cosmetics are a lot like supplements, where uh, unless there's consumer complaints, that the FDA stays out of it. So, uh, this is... this. This is terrible. I guess it's not that relevant. I found it shocking. I don't know if you'll find it interesting, so I'll sum it up really fast. Because I... Uh, okay, so they found 34 cosmetic companies, and they tested the talc. Uh, uh, they... they they did not find any asbestos in the 34 products out of all the cosmetics on the market. They got 34. That, that. Moving on. They tested talc samples from four out of the nine mining companies from which they requested it. Four out of nine. That's 56% of the talc. And the mining companies sent the talc to the FDA. So the FDA said, hey, you guys mine talc, send us some samples, and we'll test it for asbestos. It is in your best interest, mining companies, that you don't have asbestos, by the way. <laughs> oh, and if you don't send it, that's also fine, because we're poor, and we can't really do anything. Sincerely, the FDA. So 56% of the companies, uh, the FDA tested it, they didn't find any asbestos, great. Well, even the FDA reports that they uh, were lacking in their parameters because they couldn't afford to properly study the talc for asbestos. And they didn't even have a laboratory for it. They had to send it off. This is all on their website. They had to send it off to a third party, a non-government agency to test it, 56% of it, which leaves 44%. That leaves 44% of the talc mining companies, for cosmetics, by the way, that we don't know, because they didn't send in any talc. They didn't send any talcum powder. Now you're wondering, Okay, that's great. I don't care about cosmetics. What about the multivitamins? Well, this is all I could get. In other words, even if the FDA tested these multivitamins for asbestos, we wouldn't have any information. 
because they can't afford it. They don't even understand how to do a proper study. I mean, 34 cosmetic companies, 56% of the mining companies. That tells us nothing. My point is that like I said, if they did this with multivitamins and with over-the-counter products, it wouldn't go any better. We don't know because no one knows. The reason we don't associate multivitamins with disease and the reason there's so much confusion is because no one knows. Not the FDA, not Pfizer, not Bayer. Maybe the mining companies. Probably not. Absolutely no one knows. So here's my questions for the FDA. Are you being held to the same standards by which you hold other companies? Would you intervene if your own testing methods were used by the companies you regulate? And whose rules do you follow when it comes to the safety of the American public? Who is holding the FDA accountable? It, it would appear as though Pfizer and Bayer and other pharmaceutical companies are the ones holding the FDA accountable because they're the ones writing the paychecks. This is what I learned. Humans should never consume talc. Humans should never consume asbestos. And we have no idea how much asbestos is in talc. Here's my favorite. Here's, here's, uh, all right, moving on from the FDA. Here's something I found that was truly terrifying. It's a quote from Pfizer, straight off their website, from one of their security, uh, Pfizer Global Security man named John Clark. There could be a number of harmful ingredients in counterfeit medicines. Boric acid, rat poison, brick dust, talc, and wallboard have been found in counterfeit medicines before. Talc, rat poison, brick dust, talc, boric acid, talc, wallboard, talc. Interesting. They also put it in a video. They quoted it on their website and they threw it into a video. The only reasonable conclusion is that talc should never be consumed by humans. Talc is in Centrum. But even if they took out talc, there, there are a whole lot of other terrible ingredients. Moving on, I think, and I might be wrong, but it's just an opinion that one of the reasons people buy Centrum and one a day, apart from their doctors recommending it, is the packaging. The uh, bright colors, the association with their ads, which are uh, sometimes funny, sometimes really disturbing. And 
just just know that you can't trust any of that you can't trust the ads you can't trust that your doctor has done research on the product and you certainly can't trust the packaging now why do they put these ingredients in there and why do they spend so much money on marketing uh, all the while never telling you about any research any clinical studies or any actual benefits here's why they're cheap the products are so incredibly cheap to manufacture uh, I have my own products and I can tell you that I can give you an educated guess regarding the cost to produce one of these supplements uh, one of these bottles of Centrum or one a day I think it's 10 cents I think they pay 10 cents per bottle to manufacture and that's probably way too high of a number but I want to be fair and say that's that's what I think if you go to the Dollar Tree you can actually buy a one dollar multivitamin <laughs> and if you go on eBay someone's reselling it when I at least when I uh, wrote this uh, researched this for two dollars there's a refurbished one for four dollars <laughs> they're so cheap that you can buy them and resell them and s double your profits uh, the funny thing is that if you look at the ingredients in the Dollar Tree one they're actually a little bit better than Centrum so you're mostly paying for plastic when you're buying these multivitamins on a day in Centrum uh, other ones exactly the same Equate by Walmart Kirkland which I think is Costco Rite Aid brand CVS brand whatever the ones that are right beside Centrum in a store that are store brand those, everything I say applies to those as well let's take a look at aluminum aluminum is a very useful metal I have nothing against aluminum but it doesn't belong in a multivitamin according to the Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry when aluminum is taken orally over a long period of time it can cause kidney failure and Alzheimer's it can damage the nervous system a number of areas in the brain and there are absolutely no benefits to consuming it it finds its way into most cheap multivitamins in the form of dyes you should be asking why do multivitamins need to be colored using these dangerous compounds I don't have the answer but I assume it has something to do with money speaking of money nickel is found in a number of multivitamins according to the FDA people can develop a sensitivity to nickel and according to research made available by the National Institutes of Health nickel is actually extremely harmful 
Uh, it can cause a drop in antioxidant levels, a rise in inflammation, rashes, digestive issues, a weakened immune system, and fatigue. It can also cause antioxidative uh, stress, sorry, which is a uh, spike in free radicals to the point where your body cannot combat them. It is also uh, linked, oxidative stress is linked, and therefore nickel is linked to autoimmune diseases, diabetes, cancer, Parkinson's, ALS, and depression. But how much nickel is too much? And how much nickel long-term, let's say an entire lifetime, is too much? I don't know. I'm not sure if anyone's been willing to uh, fund or be the human guinea pig in that study, except for people who take Centrum, which is why you should stop taking Centrum. The next ingredient I want to talk about is tin. They don't, like I said uh, in an earlier episode, they don't list tin as an ingredient, but they put it in the supplement facts area. Maybe I'm mistaken, but I've read a lot of ingredients lists and a lot of supplement facts lists, thousands of them, because I've worked in a vitamin store and I studied them obsessively. You never see this. This isn't a normal occurrence. It doesn't happen. It, if tin is in the product, it legally has to be listed somewhere. If it's not intentionally put into the product, then it's not technically an ingredient. So it got into the product accidentally or by some consequence because it was uh, connected to the nickel, maybe, or because the aluminum was contaminated, perhaps. It's hard to say. But if I had to take a stab at it, I would say that their products are contaminated. They're miners who, perhaps the same ones who don't send, who refuse to send talc to the FDA to be tested for asbestos, are a bit careless. And some tin is found in the mines where they get their magnesium or their calcium their nickel, with their metavanidate, who knows? Maybe aluminum. I, I don't know. Maybe they just have a really cheap purification process. It's, it, it's just so stupid. It's stupid. Why would tin be in there? They need to explain it. They need to tell us. I asked a pharmacist... Uh, pharmacist why there was tin in Centrum if it has any benefits and she kind of laughed and said there's no reason for it to be in there there are absolutely no uses for tin in the body so it passes through uh, without really doing any harm but it's still ridiculous if none of these did any harm I still would be furious if rightly you get my point, right? We're spending money on mostly wood pulp and talc and calcium carbonate, which is ridiculous. Please don't. Please don't take calcium. 
if you can help it. And if you do, get the good stuff. Spend money on a good calcium product because these are basically just calcium products with a lot of fillers. How's your body supposed to take in tin, aluminum, nickel, vanadium, selenium, separate all of that from the talc and the calcium and the vitamins and then put it all to good use all while dealing with the probably minor inflammation that it's causing. It could be major, but I'm going to guess it's very, very little amount of inflammation. But a small amount of inflammation over a long period of time is very bad. The point is, our bodies didn't evolve or weren't created to consume a compacted pill of earth and vitamins, of metal and vitamins. It's not natural. It's not healthy. And it doesn't make any sense. It's like uh, snake oil. It's like jelly juice. It's the same thing, but the CEO of Pfizer, well, he's a little, a little bit more crafty than Jilly. If you don't know what Jilly juice is, it's rotten cabbage that people are buying because they think that it can rebuild their limbs. And they're drinking it and buying it and making it themselves. And it's, uh, it's really, yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well. Have you ever heard of sodium metavanidate? Well, if you haven't, don't worry. Because it's in Centrum, and PubChem tells us that it should never be consumed. It's toxic if swallowed. There's an extra warning on PubChem that says acute toxicity. It's an irritant, an environmental toxin, and it's a poison. It's known to cause cancer in animals, and research is showing that it may cause cancer in humans. You should never consume this. I said that uh, it may cause cancer in humans. That comes from the United States National Library of Medicine. It comes from a peer-reviewed journal. A study done in vitro in immortalized human bronchial epithelial cells. It's done in a petri dish, but it was done on human cells. I don't really want to be the one to put that in my body to find out how deadly it is. It can also cause kidney damage. It can irritate the urinary tract. I'm sure we all know someone who has issues the kidneys and the urinary tract specifically. That's extremely common. You don't really want to add to any damage or irritation you have in that area, I would imagine. Sodium metavanidate is transformed in the body into a compound that has been shown to cause oxidative stress, which means, like I said, uh, more free radicals 
then our body has antioxidants to get rid of, which causes inflammation, DNA damage. It can inhibit the repair of DNA, and it can break apart DNA strands. It seems to be the worst possible ingredient to add to a health supplement. But it's in there. Vanadate, well, vanadium, isn't necessarily bad. It's when you put it into this form that it becomes bad. Uh, think of salt, table salt, sodium chloride, completely harmless. But if you consume sodium on its own, or chloride on its own, it's really bad. Extremely toxic. It's the form that matters. It's the cheap, dangerous form that they use that's important. Selenium. <clears throat> Same goes for selenium. I've taken selenium. I think selenium's great. But they use sodium selenate which is an insecticide. It's not well understood, and it's very toxic to humans. That's according to PubMed Central and AcuteTox.eu. PubMed Central, based in Canada, because, you know, America's too busy selling a centrum to actually tell us about sodium selenate. Like I said, it's the form that matters. It's an insecticide. It's... It's an insecticide. Okay. <sighs> Moving on. At the very best, Centrum does nothing. At the very best. You're just taking a pill for placebo. Best case scenario is that because it does nothing, and because your doctor told you to take it, it helps you because it is placebo. At the very worst, it can cause cancer, inflammation, diabetes, kidney disease, irritation, rashes, etc., etc. Now, here's the problem with that. Let's say it is the very best. Let's say I'm wrong. Your body can handle these. Everybody, everyone's body can handle these, which is false. But let's say that I'm wrong and that everyone's body can handle these. And that everyone's the very worst. It's doing nothing at the very best. There's a placebo effect where you're actually feeling better because you're taking it. And that's great. But here's the problem. If you spend a little bit more money, you can get something that has ingredients that help you so that at the very worst you're improving your health and at the very best you're improving your health and you understand why you're taking each ingredient in that product and your placebo effect well I think you get it. I'm not selling you a product here. I'm telling you that there's no reason to spend $10, $11 on Centrum or one a day when you could spend nothing and get the same effect or actually feel better. But if you need to take a multivitamin, 
you can spend three times that. Find a good sale online, spend $20 maybe, and get something where you understand every ingredient, there's no unnecessary fillers, and you're helping yourself. Taking Centrum, if the best case scenario is placebo, then you might as well make your own product. You might as well just put some sugar in a pill and tell yourself every day that it's good for you because that would be far superior to spending money on something that is probably extremely harmful but no one really knows because there's no research and there's no one willing to spend the money to do that research. You see the problem? I can't confidently say that these will hurt you because no one knows. But I can confidently say that the ingredients are known toxins, including an insecticide and talc that might or might not have asbestos. I can confidently say that the vitamins are in forms that are ineffective and cheap and that tin is a complete mystery. Not only what it does in the body, although it's probably harmless, but where it comes from. The problem isn't that we know exactly what happens when you take Centrum and one a day and cheap multivitamins. The problem is that we don't know and we will never know because if you get sick, if you become ill from Centrum, from, let's say, aluminum, who's going to point to Centrum? Who is going to say, oh, have you been taking Centrum the last 10 years? Yeah, that's probably it. Who's going to tell someone that? In other words, it could be too late for some people. Please don't let that person be you. Please don't get kidney disease, only to never realize that it's the multivitamin which caused it. The only solution is to stop buying these garbage products, stop spending our money on trans fats, on talc, on aluminum, on tin, nickel, metavanidate, selenium and wood pulp. By the way, gelatin, pork gelatin, belongs in a capsule. Some capsules are made out of gelatin, and that's fine, but these are tablets. These are tablets. You say, well, hold on. They need it to hold the tablet together. If that's true, then why does the men's one-a-day not have gelatin, but the women's does? If that's true, then why do hundreds of other companies sell tablets without gelatin? Keep in mind that this is a $30 billion market, these multivitamins. Every year, tens of billions of dollars are going to these products, which may very well be poisoning us. At the very least, 
we could be investing that money into research to create a real multivitamin that helps us.